This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Logical Weight Loss Podcast for February 14th. Today, that's Valentine's Day. Love you. And uh, today we're talking about how the little things can add up, and I've got proof. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Not till you lie. beeping in the background. I'm on the treadmill here. We're going up to three miles an hour. And uh, you guys seem to like it when I do stuff. I'm actually in the gym at my work late on a Friday night. There's nobody here but me. So I brought my podcasting gear up here. Here's my feet on the treadmill. I'm using a different microphone so it doesn't pick up quite so much because this is a very, very boomy room. So... All right, so here's our first thing we're going to talk about today. And that is if you're saying, I want to look like that person on TV, here's, here's some, go out to the website, Google the word Photoshop. That's F, F, yeah, P-H-O-T-O, shop. And uh, you'll see one of the articles is, says fo- uh, Photoshop shenanigans. And uh, you see, I don't know if you realize this or not, Katy Perry, the singer, she has boobs. Did you know that? She does. It's true. And it's, it's interesting that uh, when she started showing them to everybody, including Elmo, right, she didn't get much attention as a singer, you know, but hey, look, I have boobs, and wow, let's put her on uh, VH1. Now, really, I'm not here to bash Katy Perry. I'm not a huge fan of her singing. <laughs> but more, this is more about the media. Um, she just happens to be the latest person that you can see now. They take this picture of her on Rolling Stone, and you can see the before Photoshop and the after. Especially look at the fingers, it's creepy. And her boobs get lifted up, um, she gets tan, her legs get a little plump. It's weird. So I say this. Because if you're saying, I want to look like that person on TV, realize the person on TV doesn't look like the person on TV. It's fake. It's, it's tweaked. It just ain't right. And uh, now the cool thing is, is Katie has come out in a recent article. She said she weighed 130 pounds. I don't know how tall she is. But basically, you know, if you think about it, she doesn't look like a stick until you see this picture. 
And she's still not a stick by any means, but it's weird how they kind of they kind of ballpark Franker. You know, they plump when you cook them, apparently. I don't know. It's very weird. But uh, I just say that I realize you're going, Dave, this is radio, and you're telling me to look at a picture. Go to the website, LogicalLoss.com. Google the word. or There's a search box, I believe, on the left-hand side. Just type in the word Photoshop. It's good stuff. And apparently, when I walk at three miles an hour, I get a little out of breath. There you go. Uh, I've burned 16 calories so far. Uh, wrote in and again you can email me um, Dave at logicalloss.com is the email you can also call in your comments nobody ever calls in hello is this thing on 888 write it down put it in your phone 888-563-3228 and uh, if you've been watching The Biggest Loser uh, love that show hated last season with all the gameplay this season with the new trainers I'm not quite getting it. I don't get the whole Kara lady. It's like, hey, my dad moved around a lot when I was little, so I started boxing. That's why I'm a trainer. And I'm like, that's your certification? And nothing against boxing. It's a great workout. But I'm like, your certifications are what? You can, you know, kick my butt? Okay, whatever. Um, but uh, if you saw at least last this week, um, you saw the contestants hanging on like bright yellow straps. And if you're wondering what the heck that is, that's a thing called the TRX suspension training. You probably have been seeing a lot of advertisements for this. It's a thing that's basically, it was developed by a Navy SEAL and all sorts of other things. Um, it was voted best total body tool by Men's Health Magazine, but obviously it's also good for females. Um, there are numerous ways really to connect this thing to your house or your apartment. It's really the ultimate gym, the ultimate gym in a bag. It's also kind of expensive. Um, if you, let's see here, you can usually, uh, the TRX system, once you buy the door anchor thingy, is about 200 bucks, which I don't know about you, that's a chunk of change in my book. Now, there is a thing, if you go out to the website, it's a little different setup, but it basically is what I would call, and I say this, enduring this to myself the poor man's trx it's called the freestyle trainer pro got linked to it out at the website um it's 70 bucks which again it's not exactly what i would call cheap but uh there is an alternative to that so if you see these people using this on the biggest loser you know now the trx system has kind of a uh, a decent community of people around it there's all sorts of dvds and things like that so yeah, it's, it's twice as much money, but you get a little more support with it. But not that uh, the other one doesn't have that, but it's, it's a little more of a, a global phenomenon right now. Everybody's all about the TRX training. So if you're wondering what that was, that's what it was. And uh, let's see, while we're talking about The Biggest Loser, have you been watching the Heavy show? It's just called Heavy. And it's interesting because it's kind of The Biggest Loser without the game. It's just morbidly obese people that need to lose weight. There was one guy that uh, literally his workout was walking to the gym. He couldn't do it. He couldn't make it to the gym. And in 90 days, they follow these people for 90 days, you see where they transform their lives. And you also see something else, and that is the fact that almost every one of these people has some baggage. 
Like the one guy, he felt bad he was the last person to see his mother alive. And I can identify with that. My mom died when she was 59. But there are some things that you've just got to deal with. You have to deal with and move on. You have to forgive yourself in some cases. And because if you just keep beating yourself up, you're going to beat yourself into an early grave. And so that's what's interesting. It's uh, I'm not sure, as much as I hate the gameplay on The Biggest Loser, without any gameplay, it's just fat people sweating. <laughs> really. And that's not quite as entertaining. So, uh, but if you haven't been watching it, it's it's worth watching. It's, it's still inspiring because you see these people and you, it dawns on you that, hey, if I eat less and exercise more, I'll lose weight. And uh, that's what we're all about here at LogicalLoss.com. All right, I'm so glad nobody's in the gym with me right now because I feel so weird uh, just um, talking to myself here. I've gone 0.38 miles. I've burned 40 calories. I've been going nine minutes. Gads. Um, want to talk about, we talked about in the past, we were reading the book Lose It and how they said, really, the average American, average, not, not the people that can't walk to the gym, average American is overweight, not from eating thousands of calories a day too much. It's, it's just a little over. And so I've uh, found an article here. This was actually from Shine, which is kind of part of Yahoo. It's 10 ways to cut 100 calories, okay? One of them is to swap out mayo for mustard, okay? Two tablespoons of mayo has 200, 200 calories. Holy cow. Two tablespoons of mustard has just 30, all right? Fruit, eat, this is another way that you can cut 100 calories. Um, eat fresh fruit instead of dried. One half cup of raisins has more than 200 calories which is a bummer because I love raisins, but one full cup of fresh grapes has just 80. So, which is great. I love grapes too. Oil. Um, we put this on the, the website. You can sign up for our email list as well. And we were talking about uh, an oil mister is a great way to kind of make your own salad dressing. And uh, you can use an oil mister instead of pouring olive oil or canola oil straight from the bottle. It's a great way to use it in cooking, use it for salad dressing, things like that. And a tablespoon of oil has 120 calories, but with a mister, you just really use a fraction of that. It's the same reason why I use, uh, I can't believe it's not butter, and I use the spray. Now, I know that the stuff that's coming out of the spray is just as bad as the stuff that I would put on with a uh, knife, okay? It's not like it's healthy. Let's not, like, trick ourselves. But I know I'm using less of it by using the spray. You know, I don't, it's like, okay, let's use the spray. That doesn't make any sense, all right, because you're going to end up with the same amount. But I'll go, get a little on there and say, all right, that's good. Just enough to add a hint of flavor, right? Now, another way, again, to cut 100 calories, leave the cheese off your sandwich. Instead, pile on lots of low-cal veggies. The veggies add nutrition and volume, so your sandwich will be extra filling. Bagels. Scoop out the inside of the bagel. It's an easy way to make a high-carb treat a little lighter. Sandwiches. Eat your sandwich open face with just one slice of bread instead of two. Okay? Again, that's an easy way. Both those easy ways to cut out 100 calories. 
Soda, swap out your daily 12-ounce can of regular soda, which is typically around 150 calories, for a can of naturally-flavored, calorie-free seltzer. Now, these seltzers get their taste solely from a shot of natural fruit flavor, such as lime or raspberry or orange or whatever. They don't contain any sugar or artificial sweeteners, so they're not super sweet, but thanks to the carbonation, they have that fizzy pop we love from soda. Again, that'll cut out about 150 calories. Egg whites. Eat two egg whites instead of two whole eggs. It's an easy way to cut out 100 calories. Salad dressing. Switch from regular salad dressing, about 140 calories for two tablespoons, to a light salad dressing. Um, look for brands that have no more than 40 calories in two tablespoons. And I wish I could remember what it is. It's something from Kraft, some sort of balsamic vinaigrette thingy that I bought and because I couldn't find my normal dressing. It's got really low calories, low salt, low fat, and of course I didn't write that down. So we'll be talking about that in the next podcast because it does exactly what I want my salad dressing to do. It just gives me enough flavor to eat the rabbit food, which is what I'm looking for, right? This one we're going to talk about in a second. Pizza. That evil P word, right? Don't eat, the end of, don't eat the end crust of your pizza. It packs on, you guessed it, about 100 calories. So if you could do a couple of these a day, you know, when you consume 3,500 calories, that's basically a pound. And so when you burn more than you eat, you lose weight, okay? So, so here are, speaking of, of exercising, those are all focused on food. Here are some ways that you can burn exercise or you can burn calories while you're watching TV. Now you know me, number one. Um, when I watched TV, when I had a TV, I used to tape every one of my shows so I could fast forward through the commercials. But here's what you can do if you're watching live TV. Number one, jump rope for two minute two minute intervals. In other words, jump rope through the, uh, the commercials. Now, just in that two minutes, jumping rope, that burns a lot of calories, 111 calories in two minutes. You can also run up and down the stairs of your apartment building or house during a commercial break. That'd be 42 calories. Stand in front of your couch, squat until your butt is just above the seat cushions, and hold that position for one minute and feel the burn, baby. That's going to be 80 calories. Lie down on the floor on your side and do leg lifts for five minutes. That's 50 calories. Do arm circles, literally. Just here, I'll do those while I'm walking. I'm doing an arm circle, right? If I do that for one minute, let me look at the clock. Okay, it's on the six. All right, we're going to keep doing an arm circle. I'm doing an arm circle with one hand, and I'm holding my mic with the other. Now, if I repeat that for one minute, that's 20 calories. So if you, if you want to move your arms while you're walking on the treadmill, you're adding every basically 10 calories a minute. So um, here's another one. You can sprint to the bathroom, hover over the toilet seat while you pee, and sprint back. You know, I don't think I'm doing that one. Again, this is from Shine. This isn't me. This <laughs> Hover over the toilet seat, really? Seriously? And sprinting to the bathroom? How long is the hallway? Okay, moving on. Number seven, grab three pound weights or two soup cans and do one a minute each of lifting your triceps. In other words, put your hands behind your head 
with your elbows at your ears and lift the weight up and down. Now do three sets of those, you're gonna burn 17 calories. Is my minute up? Yes it is. Good, I can put my arms down. Oof. Um, stand approximately five feet away from the TV and do lunges. This is where you basically take one step forward and kind of back down. Of course, since we are talking about exercise, always, 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 always consult your doctor before doing anything because I'm just some dude on a treadmill, right? We're all just trying to lose this together. Um, and that's enough of those. Those are, I'm looking down the list and that's, they're almost all as silly as squatting on the toilet seat. Give me a break. Um, now I say this because I, we always talk about you can't manage what you don't track. And to make a long story short, I had a horrible January. I was all pumped up, got my New Year's resolution going, and at the end of it, I'd lost some weight, but I'd also gained it. So I basically came up with a big, right? You do that, and you're like, wow, I, I lost five pounds. The bad news is, I gained five pounds, right? So I've been using two things. I'm using my body bug, but about halfway through the month, I lost it, um, and that combined with the fact that where I work, they now block the body bug website. They block everything at work. They don't want us to do any, it's like they want us to work or something. What the heck? No Facebook, no YouTube, and no body bug. So I have to do all my updating at home. Not a huge deal, but I, for about the past half of the month, um, I just quit wearing it. Bad idea. I lost that continuous reinforcement of how many calories I was burning, but I've also been using spark people. I've basically been using it for years and just never quit. And one of the things that's great about spark people, besides the fact that it's free, it's a lot like the lose it site we talked about a couple weeks ago. All the tracking mechanisms really are fine. It's just pick one and go with it. Um, is they have a calorie differential graph. And I'll, I'll put this out of the website as well. And it shows you how much, how many calories you burn just by breathing. And then they show you if you exercise, like right now, I've burned uh, 88 calories. And uh, they show that, and then they show how many calories you consumed. And you want that, that the calories you consume is a little blue dot. And everybody's going, Dave, you do realize this is radio. You keep telling us to look at stuff, I know. But here's the bottom line, that, that because I've been putting in my exercise, because I've been putting in my food, all of a sudden I looked at this graph and I went, let's see, day one, uh, okay, about broke even. Day two, eh, about broke even. Day three, oops. Day four, okay, good. Day five, oops. Day six, okay, good. Day seven, oops. Day eight, really good. Day nine, really bad. Day 10, eh, okay. Day 11, eh, okay. Day 12, pretty good. Day 13, eh. Day 14, really good. Day 15, you get the point here? It's like, not so good, eh, not so good, pretty good, eh, 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 really bad, really, really bad, really, really good. See how that goes? Really, really bad, eh, 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 really bad, eh, good, 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 eh, eh, really, 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 really bad. That was my birthday. <sighs> Too much birthday cake. Followed by a really, really good, 
and then two, eh. Everybody's going, what am I listening to? This guy's making weird noises. But my point is, by having this visual, if you're a visual person, this is one of the bonuses of tracking your food, be it in fit day, be it in weight by date, be it in, you know, spark people, lose it, whatever. Or even if you're using it on paper on the fit book. I can look at this and go, wow. And then I looked at, you know, there seemed to be a pattern here. And I was able to look at the dates and go, what a quinky dink. All these spikes, most of them, are on the weekend. They're on the weekend. So I was able then to go back and see that, yep, sure enough, and what's one of my biggest vices on the weekend? Well, my, lo my wife loves pizza. So every Saturday, we go to church. Every Saturday night, we get some pizza. And so I've just got to realize now, number one, I'm going to quit eating the crust. I'm not going to be eating bread with the meal. I might skip even the salad because the salad dressing they have there is just so good and yet I'm sure so bad because it is going to be the little things that add up to big things. And the other thing I've been not doing as much is exercising. I've uh, been out and driving around and things like that. Don't have the convenience of uh, the gym that I used to. Uh, do have a total gym. But again, it doesn't do any good if you don't use it. And I'm working on developing my, uh, we go back here, and, and we're going to wrap up here in a second. Here's the thing again. We've talked about this in the past. I remember when I talked about brain crack, how you don't do something because it's not exactly the way you wanted it, right? Oh, well, I would do this, but I don't have the TRX system, or I would do this, but I don't have that. And really just do it anyway because I'm trying to find the best elevation level on the total gym I'm trying to find out how to get the most out of it I'm trying to figure out what kind of workouts do I want to work my whole body do I want to work my upper body do I want to you know just work it doesn't matter if it's upper body lower just keep using it because you if you give yourself so many options. Well, do I want to work my upper body, my lower body, my full body? Do I want to do cardio? You end up with so many options that you get paralysis by analysis. And in the process of trying to figure out what you're doing, you don't do anything. And that's really one of the things that's happened with me with exercise. So, hence why I'm on the treadmill on a Friday night, why I'm now up to 111 calories in 21 minutes. So, by looking at, by, by tracking my information, I was able to go back and look at this graph and go, okay, you know, I thought I was doing okay. And, and towards, where does this start? February, that's interesting. February 1st, it gets really good until the 8th, which was my birthday. So that's basically because I saw the fact that January was over and I went, hold on a second. I just lost a 12th of the year and I got to do something because I'm in the same boat I was when I started this year. This is where most people want to stop their New Year's resolution. They just dump it and they say, see, I told you, told you you couldn't lose any weight. Not me. I said, you know what? I know I can lose weight. I know I know how. I'm just not doing it. And for me, I've really, here's, here's my last tip and then we'll wrap this up. <sighs> I said, you know what, my biggest problem is I'm doing great until I come home and I eat dinner. My dinners were 
you know, six, 700 calories. And I'm like, that's got to stop. And I noticed that when I come home, this is, this is my, one of my favorite dinners. I will grab a bag of salad from wherever. I'll throw that in. I'll cook a chicken breast, cut it into bits and pieces, throw a tad bit of mozzarella shredded cheese made from skim, just a little, because cheese, remember that was one of the things, leave cheese off your sandwich, you should probably leave it off your salad as well. So I just throw in just a sprinkle. And then I take my salad dressing, and in some cases I'll put it in a little container and dip my fork, because you'll be amazed at how little salad dressing you use if you don't dump it on your salad. And I would eat this whole thing, it's in a mixing bowl. And it ends up being something like, you know, three, 400 calories for the whole thing. And I'm full the whole night because it's a huge amount of salad, right? It's the big salad. And I went, okay, this is great. How can I do this for my lunch? And you're like, Dave, you're going to end up eating chicken and salad all day. I love it. So it's, it's not, I'm not going to get bored eating the same thing. And if I can, I'll go to a healthy choice or something like that. And I'm like, I don't have, I don't want to stick my stuff in a refrigerator where I work. If you put it in the refrigerator, you basically might as well put a sign on that says steal me, right? So I have a cooler, but all the bowls that have, you know, that I could put all this stuff in, the salad's so big it won't fit in the cooler, right? You got to think outside the box and this is working. The salad will fit in the cooler because it's in a bag and you can stuff it up. The chicken breast will fit in the cooler because it's little. I've got these little, little containers and I dumped some salad dressing in one. I put the cheese in another one and lo and behold, the ingredients of the salad fit in the cooler. The bowl doesn't, but the ingredients do. So I took the bowl to work. Every day I go on my lunch, I assemble my salad, I get done eating it, I go to the bathroom, I wash out my bowl, I dry it out, make sure it's clean, stick it in my bottom drawer. At night I go home, put my little freezy thingamabob back in the freezer. Next morning I wake up, I throw a bag of salad, I throw a chicken, throw some cheese and some salad dressing back in the cooler, go back to work. I'm eating salad at lunch. So don't let the fact that the container doesn't fit in your cooler stop you from eating healthy things. So, hoofa! And, and just like that, I have burned 131 calories in about 26 minutes. Oh, you know what? Let's do another topic here. This will be fun. The other thing that's fun about this is I'm, I'm wearing a sweater. So I know I said we're, we're going to talk about high intensity. Um, I forgot about this, which is good because I'm like going, I, I thought I had enough information for a half hour. Um, High-intensity interval training is where you perform short bursts of intense exercise. Well, let's do that, shall we? Um, I got to move this so I can see the clock. Okay, so I'm at 339, 336, 335. I'm going to go up to 8 miles an hour at 330. So we're going to do that for 30 seconds. So here I'm going to start running. And, wow, this treadmill is crap. I'm going to end up falling down. Wow, this is really weird. All right. Um, okay, so I can't do that because this treadmill can't go fast. Let's slow it down before I fall. Well, wouldn't that be fun to listen to? Yeah, that's not going to work. Um, but basically, 
Well, here, let's do, wow, that's really, this thing's gonna throw me. I feel like, I'm, feel like I'm in the rodeo. All right, let's do this. Let's put pause. Here's some high intensity stuff. All right, whew, I'm off the treadmill. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna jump for a minute, okay? Here we go, for a minute. So I'm jumping up and down, because this would be like if you're doing jumping jacks, and you're just jumping, and it's weird because it's really not that hard, but jumping up and down can really raise your heart rate. That's why jumping rope, remember we said if you did this for two minutes, you burn 100 calories. And this is only 20 seconds. Are you kidding me? 20 seconds? I got another 40 seconds to do this. You can do this. That's the great thing about high-intensity interval training. Number one, if you're just starting out, this is not where you start. You'll break yourself. And then you'll hate exercise even more. He said with about 40 more seconds to go. And, uh, but my heart rate is really going up now. And so that's why they call it high intensity. That's what we got going right now. High intensity, five seconds, four seconds, three, two, one. Okay, so now that's my high intensity. Now basically I could sit around for two minutes and let me go find my notes here on the treadmill. Um, you can sprint out for 20 seconds and walk for 60 seconds as an example. Interval training burns more calories because of your intense bursts of work. The faster you burn 3,500 calories, the faster you will burn fat. You can do interval training with any method to do it fast and then do it slow. So this could be jumping jacks, it could be swimming. Do something fast, then do it slow. Now obviously, again, if you're just getting into exercise, you're just getting off the couch, don't start here. Don't start here, you'll, you'll hurt yourself. But if you've been exercising for a bit and you're ready to take it to the next level, this is something you might want to try. If you're walking, try walking really, really fast to the next telephone pole if you're outside. If you're jogging, try do, mixing in a sprint. It just gets your heart rate up. And it also then um, says, uh, unless you want to shatter your body into a million pieces, please warm up, which I just did on the treadmill before doing these. Uh, the warm-ups bring your blood and energy into the muscles. The muscles realize they're being called on and prime themselves for doing work. A warm-up consists of about five minutes of light jogging with a brief increase in speed and now in speed, now and then to see how your body feels about it. It's also an excellent idea to do a few stretches after your warm-up. Do not stretch cold. You will just pull a muscle. So... And in interval training for beginners, the cool down is also important. It starts your recovery off on the right foot. Spend five minutes in a light jog, winding down uh, from your intervals. So I say this because we've talked about how music is a great way, and you can't see this now, but I'm walking around the gym just to cool down. And uh, music is a great way to keep you going. And I found this website where if you want to get into interval training, it basically has music and you could say well give me 30 seconds on 30 seconds off or give me 30 seconds on a minute off or give me 60 seconds on it, there's all sorts of combinations there's like 40 different workouts and I think it's 19 bucks and you get all this music all these workouts here I'm gonna play you a sample here in a second but you also get all these books about working out and how to burn fat and things like that 
I'll put a link to this out in the show notes, or you can do, uh, let's see, go to logicalloss.com forward slash interval, I-N-T-E-R-V-A-L-M-P-3, all one word, interval MP3. That'll take you right to that website. And if you're into to this kind of music, it's really pretty cool because what they do is, is about the time your, your cool-off period is over, they'll say, okay, you're halfway done. And then they'll say, okay, here we go, five, four, three, two, one. And then you sprint. And about halfway through that sprint when you're going, oh, my God, you mean it's only 20 seconds? I'm going to die. Um, you'll hear the guy say, okay, you're about halfway done. And so it's kind of like having a little personal coach along with you. have your own music I've talked about the gym boss which is a great interval timer which basically you put in I want to have 30 seconds on and then 60 seconds off and it basically either beeps or vibrates or both to let you know and you could say do that interval 10 times and you get your workout that way so interval training really is a great thing to get into I just wrote a thing from Jillian Michaels that she said so an interval can also mean, um, or, or um, circuit training is another one, where you can basically go, and that's what they're doing at The Biggest Loser with the, uh, the unknowns. They'll go from doing one exercise. Well, first of all, they'll start off just making as many punches as they can. That gets their heart rate up. And then they'll go from one extreme, one extreme, one exercise to the other, to the other, to the other, with very little stopping in between to keep your heart rate up. And that's what you'll notice with interval training is you can sprint for 20 seconds, your heart rate gets up, and then just by going down to your kind of resting speed, and resting doesn't mean stop, it means, okay, I just you know, jogged at six miles an hour, and now I'm gonna go back down and walked at three. You'll see that by walking at three, your heart rate actually still stays up. It takes a while for it to come down without killing yourself. So high intensity interval training, and that's maybe one of the next topics we'll talk about, is just the intensity, something else I've noticed by documenting my things here. So I want to thank you very much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I normally don't do the podcast from a treadmill, but people seem to like it when they listen to me huff and puff, so I thought I would do this today. Usually it's in my studio. But uh, don't give up. You know, I had a, I started off this year probably the worst I've started off any year in the past, and I went, wait, wait a minute. I just turned 46 this week. And this deal of saying, well, I'll start tomorrow. You haven't, you, you gotta quit saying, I'm gonna start tomorrow. Because guess what? You said that for a year. You said that for two years. You said that for 25 years. And guess what? Tomorrow never comes. 
So today, I came up with a new strategy. Well, actually this week, you know, and, and I'm starting to write down my exercise times on my calendar, and I treat it like a doctor's appointment. It's time to take it a little more serious, because the older I get, the harder this is going to be. It's just the facts. The older you get, the less calories you burn, unless you're exercising. So with that, I honest to God, I know I've said this 18 times now. I'm going to shut up. I want to thank you for listening. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. You can email me, Dave at Logical Loss. You can call in your comments, 888-563-3228. If you'd like to support this show, a couple ways you can do it. You can go to shop.logicalloss.com. You can also go to supportthisshow.com and just click on the donate button. Would deeply appreciate it. Helps cover the cost of uh, the bandwidth, the hosting, the media hosting, and everything else in between. Would love to hear from you. I hope you find this motivational. I hope this makes you feel that you're not alone because you're not. Don't think that you're not alone and nobody cares because I do. And I know we can do this together. So thank you very much. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you lie. thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to